Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to Empower Your English Listening Skills. Yes, we're back in Japan. And the weather was very nice today, but it's hot and humid. <laughs> very different from、uh, Canada, where the air is much drier.
日本で言うとだから10円が25円になったぐらいの話をね。Now it's much more. 今回買ったのは2ドル、3ドルぐらいしたよ、1個。Yeah, so that was my first experience of inflation. And、uh, so chocolate bars were very important in my education. So but that was fun. What about you? What Canadian food do you like? 私がね、やっぱり美味しいなと思ったのはベーグル。ベーグル、うん、私初めてベーグルを今からだから30年ぐらい前にアメリカで初めて日本に全然まだ流行ってる前ない時にベーグル食べてこんなに美味しい食べ物があったのかと思ってでもそのうち日本でも流行りだして食べてたんだけど今回久しぶりにかんあの。北米で食べてやっぱり美味しいなと思ったねなんか小麦粉が違うのかな Yeah,、うん uh, yeah you can get bagels here now much easier than even 10 years ago it was hard to get any bagels、うんうん、Yes but there is something wonderful about expert bagels so yeah that was very good yeah. Okay well We better not talk about food too much or we'll get hungry. I'll tell you a secret. Just before doing this reading today, we tried another chocolate bar, so we're okay. <laughs> okay, now, Harry Potter, do you remember it was their first time to try flying on a broom? And When the teacher,、uh, Neville, hurt himself and the teacher had to take him to the ho-、um, hospital wing.、Mm-hmm. While he was gone, Malfoy found Neville's remembral, a ball to help him remember things. And he got on his broom and try- started flying towards the forest,、mm-hmm. and he was going to throw it away. So Harry got angry, got on the broom, even though he'd never flown on a balloon before,、uh, a broom before, and went flying right after Malfoy. And Malfoy got scared and decided to throw that ball as far as he could. And Harry went into a deep dive, and just before he reached the ground, He caught the ball, rolled off his broom, and stood up with the ball in his hands.、Mm. And then Professor McGonagall、mm. came. Now remember the Professor Hooch of the broom flying lessons had told them if anyone gets on a broom while she's gone, they will be kicked out of Hogwarts. Mm. Mm. So let's start again. Harry Potter. His heart sank faster than he just dived. Professor McGonagall was running toward them. He got to his feet, trembling. So his whole body was shaking,、mm. probably afraid of Professor McGonagall.、Mm. Never in all my time at Hogwarts, Professor McGonagall was almost speechless with shock and her glasses. Flashed furiously. How dare you! Might have broken your neck. 
It wasn't his fault, Potter. Um, it wasn't... What did I say? <laughs> professor. <laughs> it wasn't his fault, Professor. Be quiet, Miss Patel. But Malfoy, that's enough, Mr. Weasley. Potter, follow me now. Harry caught sight of Malfoy, Crab, and Goyle's triumphant faces as he left, walking numbly in Professor McGonagall's wake as she strode toward the castle. Now, there's a few words I want to explain. Numb or numbly is if you hands get very cold, they might feel numb. Mm. You don't have feeling in them. So walking numbly means he's so shocked or scared of the teacher that he doesn't even know what he's feeling. Mahi. Mm. Yes. Walking in the wake of Professor McGonagall, uh, when a boat is going through the water, the wake is the waves that are right behind the boat. Mm-hmm. And so she is walking so fast and uh, powerfully that he's just following along behind mm. her. Okay. He was going to be expelled. He just knew it. Expelled is the special word for schools. It means you have to leave the school. He wanted to say something to defend himself. But there seemed to be nothing wrong, something wrong with his voice. Professor McGonagall was sweeping along without even looking at him. He had to jog to keep up. Now he'd done it. He hadn't even lasted two weeks. He'd be packing his bags in ten minutes. What would the Dursleys say when he turned up on the doorstep? Up the front steps, up the marble staircase inside, and still Professor McGonagall didn't say a word to him. She wrenched open doors and marched along corridors with Harry trotting miserably behind her. Maybe she was taking him to Dumbledore. He thought of Hagrid, expelled but allowed to stay on as gamekeeper. gamekeeper. Perhaps he could be Hagrid's assistant. His stomach twisted as he imagined it, watching Ron and the others become wizards while he stumped around the grounds carrying Hagrid's bag. Professor McGonagall stopped outside a classroom. She opened the door and poked her head inside. Excuse me, Professor Flitwick, could I borrow wood for a moment? Wood? thought Harry, bewildered. Was wood a cane she was going to use on him? (laughs) But wood turned out to be a person. A burly, that means kind of big, and strong-looking, a burly fifth-year boy who came out of Flitwick's class looking confused. Follow me, you two, said Professor McGonagall, and they marched on up the corridor, Wood looking curiously at Harry. In here, Professor McGonagall opened 
uh, pointed them into a classroom that was empty, except for Peeves, who was busy writing rude words on the blackboard. Out, Peeves, she barked. Peeves threw the chalk into a bin, which clanged loudly, and he swooped out, cursing. Professor McGonagall slammed the door behind him and turned to face the two boys. Mm. Potter, this is Oliver Wood. Wood, I found you a seeker. Wood's expression changed from puzzlement to delight. Are you serious, Professor? Absolutely, said Professor McGonagall crisply. The boy's unnatural. I've never seen anything like it. Was that your first time on a broomstick, Potter? Harry nodded silently. He didn't have a clue what was going on, but he didn't seem to be being expelled, and some of the feeling started to come back to his legs. Mm -hmm. He caught that thing in his hand after a 50-foot dive, Professor McGonagall told Wood. Didn't even scratch himself. Charlie Weasley couldn't have done it. Wood was now looking as though all his dreams had come true at once. Ever seen a Quidditch? A game of Quidditch, Potter, he said excitedly. Wood's captain of the Gryffindor team, Professor McGonagall explained. He's just the build for a seeker too, said Wood, now walking around Harry and staring at him. Light, speedy. We'll have to get him a decent broom, Professor. A Nimbus 2000 or a clean sweep 7, I'd say. I shall speak to Professor Dumbledore and see if we can't bend the first year rule. Remember, there's a rule. First years can't mm. play, mm-hmm. but they're going to see if they can get an exception. Mm. Heaven knows we need a better team than last year. Flattened in the last match by Slytherin, I couldn't look Severus Snape in the face for weeks. Professor McGonagall peered sternly over her glasses at Harry. I want to hear your training hard, Potter, or I may change my mind about punishing you. Then she suddenly smiled. Your father would have been proud, she said. He was an excellent ジャカレルンじゃなくてこういう話だったんだね。そう、叱られるんじゃなくてこういう話だったんだね。そう、ハッピー。そう、イナーイナーハート。シーソーハッピー。シーインアーインアーハート。シーロックストレッドバイインア
To gape at someone means to look at them and your mouth is open. Uh. That's gaping open because you're so amazed.、Mm. Okay? Ago ga. Yes. Jaw drops,、mm. your mouth is open because of your surprise.、Mm. Of course, some people look like that when they're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is surprise. Okay.、Um, where are we? He just sat and gaped at Harry. I start training next week, said Harry. Only don't tell anyone. Wood wants to keep it a secret. Fred and George Weasley now came into the hall, spotted Harry, and hurried over. Well done, said George in a low voice. Wood told us. We're on the team, too. Beaters. I'll tell you, we're going to win that Quidditch Cup for sure this year, said Fred. We haven't won since Charlie left, but this year's team is going to be brilliant. You must be good, Harry. Wood was almost skipping when he told us. Anyway, we've got to go. Lee Jordan reckon, reckons he found a new secret passage out of the school.、Uh, reckons is、uh, another way to say thinks. Okay?、Mm. Bet it's that one behind the statue of Gregory the Smarmer that we found in our first week. See you. Fred and George had hardly disappeared when someone far less welcome turned up. Malfoy, flanked by Crabbe and Goyle. Having a last meal parlor? When are you getting the train back to the Muggles? You're a lot braver now that you're back on the ground and you've got your little friends with you, said Harry coolly. There was, a, of course, nothing at all little about Crabbe and Goyle, but at the high as the high table was full of teachers, neither of them could do more than crack their knuckles and scowl. I'd take you on any time on my own, said Malfoy. Tonight, if you want, Wizards Duel. Wands only, no contact. Now, if you remember, a duel is where two people fight.、Mm. In old days, they would fight with swords. Mm, mm, mm. We don't know how wizards fight.、Okay? What's the matter? Never heard of a wizard's duel before, I suppose? Of course he has, said Ron, wheeling around. I'm his second. Who's yours? Malfoy looked at Crab and Goyle, sizing them up. Crab, he said. Midnight, all right. We'll meet you in the trophy room. That's always unlocked. Now, the second is the person who fights if for some reason you can't come.、Mm. So, when Malfoy had gone, Ron and Harry looked at each other. What is a wizard's duel? said Harry. And what do you mean you're my second? Well, a second's there to take over if you die, said Ron casually, getting started at last on his cold pie.、Mm-hmm. Catching the look on Harry's face, he added quickly, But people only die in proper duels, you know, with real wizards. 
the most you and Malfoy will be able to do is send sparks at each other. Neither of you knows enough magic to do any real damage. I bet he expected you to refuse anyway. And what if I wave my hand and nothing happens? Throw it away and punch him on the nose, Ron (laughs) suggested. Excuse me. They both looked up. It was Hermione Granger. Mm. Can't a person eat in peace in this place, said Ron. Hermione ignored him and spoke to Harry. I couldn't help overhearing what you and Malfoy were saying. Bet you could, Ron muttered. And you mustn't go wandering around the school at night. Think of the points you'll lose Gryffindor if you're caught and you're bound to be. It's really very selfish of you. And it's really none of your business, said Harry. Goodbye, said Ron. So, Mm. a lot is happening in this chapter. There was the practicing broomsticks. There was the uh, amazing dive. Now Harry is on the team, but suddenly he has to do a wizard's fight Mm. at midnight with Malfoy. Malfoy So, next time we will find what happens in that wizarding... Uh, Wizards Duel. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye bye.